Age wrinkles the body, quitting wrinkles the soul. Douglas MacArthur. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the podcast that helps you be the leader. I'm Jeremiah Sullivan. I'm your host. This podcast is designed to teach you how to win. We talk about leadership. We talk about performance. Um, we talk about everything from discipline to mindset to uh, strategies and tactics to succeed. Okay, we talk about how to influence others. So this is a, an educational podcast that's designed to to help you succeed in your profession, in your career, and overall in life. Whether that's leading a small team or leading a large one, or simply just leading yourself. If you aren't familiar with me, my, you know my name, like I said, is Jeremiah Sullivan. I'm a former Army Ranger officer, and uh, I spent some time, a long time, in the military. I packaged that all up, and now I'm sharing my experiences from the uh, the journey that I've had. I'm also an entrepreneur and business owner. I own a company called Conquer Academy. It's a uh, premier leadership and performance coaching company where I also teach people how to win. Okay, we just we just go a little more in detail on that. So, um, you know, I, I didn't want to. Do, I want to do my introduction because. You know, we've been getting so many new followers and listeners lately that uh, I would be doing us all a disservice if I just was trying to share, you know, all this practical, these practical tools. And there was the missing ingredient of of credibility. So I just wanted to kind of provide that because I have had some people hit me up asking to know more about me. And then I have a pretty extensive athletic career. Uh, if you guys uh, follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen a lot of it. You know, I've I've done everything from a hundred and three mile race at eleven thousand feet to, you know, running my first marathon on a treadmill. Okay. While I was in Afghanistan, pretty interesting fact. Um, <laughs> and then real recently I've been doing a lot of mixed martial arts and cage fighting. So I, uh, actually won my last cage fight in third round TKO. So what you're going to listen to and learn from is, is somebody that's, you know, I'm going to teach off a practical experience and your job here as a listener is to take what I say and then make it your own. Not everything that I say will be you know, the, the, the perfect recipe, right. For you, but you have to take this and you have to apply it to your situation on the ground. And it's far less important what I say here today. And it's far more important how you communicate it to yourself. Okay. So that's what I ask. And there is a fee you got, you know, you're coming in and listening to this. I ask that you take action on something from every single episode. Okay. That could be implementing some strategy or tactic that we've laid out. It could be sharing it with somebody, but you need to be a person that starts to take action if you're not already, or if you are a person that takes action, you need to double down on it. Okay. And here's what I want you to think about. You know, you're, you're where you're headed in life. Okay. If you think of yourself at point A and you're trying to get to point B, well, the path to get there requires a series of actions. It's actually a series of actions and decisions. Okay. So the faster you get through those action steps and faster you get through those decisions, the sooner you get to the outcome. It's not time that's stopping you. It's your level of commitment. Okay. Your level of making decisions and your level of taking action. The faster you can do that, the faster you'll get there. Okay. So that's what I'm going to help you out with here today. And, um, it's not just me, you know, I, this isn't a solo podcast. I, uh, I do have the, uh, I am, I am graced with the honorable. No, I don't know. It's not the honorable. <laughs> I am. I do have a co-host. His, his name is, 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 uh, Justin Phillips. Justin, come on in, man. How you doing? Just in case all of that credibility wasn't enough. Yeah. That Jeremiah just gave him the first half. He's going to bring in me, the not honorable, 
almost Bachelor of Business <laughs> Administration in financial planning. I don't know. I don't That's know. right. That's right. <laughs> I, yeah, it, honestly, my entire resume is just bullshit. What they really need to listen to this podcast for <laughs> is your expertise. That's what they yeah. need, dude. I'm telling That's you. My, my 365 days of podcasting and my Eagle Scout award. Hey, dude, Eagle Scouts, don't, don't shake your, no, don't put your nose up at Eagle I'm Scouts. not, dude. If I, if I put my nose up at Eagle Scouts, I wouldn't have it. That's, that's for sure. It wasn't. Yeah. Wasn't a fly by night decision to get that. How long did how long did that take, man? Me longer than it should have. Um right. I, I wasn't that I just because I wasn't that passionate about it, honestly. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think of what I mean, I'm gonna say five or six years is probably the fastest yeah. you can really get it. Yeah. Getting into scouting and going over long, probably how, usually about seven or eight. How long did it take you? Probably about eight collectively being in yeah. scouting on and off through all those years. But you got it. You got the result. I did. That's important, man, because we're going to talk about this today. We're going to talk the today's topic. I We talked a little bit about it before, but, you know, the listener right now is thinking, hey, man, you know, what's this episode going to be about? And, uh, you know, we're going to talk about some tools to, su to succeed, but specifically um, what we just picked up on with your story is that you uh, you finished the task at hand and. You know what you what you really did is you weren't a quitter okay yeah. and that's that's the direction that we're heading with today's episode we're going to talk about how to shift from quitter to winner you know we, recently i did a, a podcast on uh on the four types of people you know the quitter the fighter the worker and the warrior and people really seem to like that message okay i got a lot of great feedback on it and i notice i started noticing those types of people in other areas of life. I started paying attention. Okay. After I did the podcast and I started seeing them on social media again, <laughs> that's where I started seeing them. I saw, I saw all four types, the quitter, the worker, the fighter, and the warrior. But, uh, it started, so it struck a nerve, man, because, um, I've been paying attention to the, where those people are, where they're showing up. And then all of a sudden today, you know, I posted on social, and I was telling you about this earlier, Justin, that you know, I post, I was, I was on my, doing my morning workout and I usually do a, an Instagram post after I, I finished that workout. And I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and post my old military schedule. I think it could really help somebody. And uh, I was like one foot in, one foot out with it. Cause I was like, I don't know if this is great content, you know, but, but maybe that maybe people will be interested in what I used to do for my military structure, you know, kind of help somebody nudge them along. So I, I do a post on it. And I break it down. Hey man, you know, I woke, I, I would wake up, uh, my military schedule was wake up at zero three thirty, okay. Then by by zero four thirty, I would basically well from excuse me zero three thirty was prep the body, prep the mind, tend to the soul. Then four thirty, uh, go hit the gym, work out for my personal workout till five forty five, and then I'd go do admin work at work as a platoon leader or infantry officer, or excuse me, a uh, company commander, and then I would do unit PT at six thirty, so unit physical training. And, uh, I would do that. And then at eight o'clock I'd transition, I'd go shower, go get my stuff on, go eat some breakfast at about eight 20. And then I'd be in work mode by nine. And I wrote all that out and man, the, the post like blew up and I, and I said in there, Hey, save this for, you know, for next week when you, if you need it to help you create structure. And then I, I said, comment down below if you have questions and dude, 
there was all types of people jumping in and, and the majority of the questions and I, even in my DM, after I shared it to my story, I got the same questions. People were asking me, what time do you go to sleep? You're, you're going, you're waking up at three 30. What time are you going to sleep? And I thought it was like the most like unusual thing to like, to ask because it, it, it I, I, like, what does it matter? You know what I mean? And so anyways, the questions I thought were odd, but I, I get it. People are curious. I did tell them to ask. So, you know, we'll figure out why they might ask that question. But then I started looking at the, uh, the analytics and I opened up my insights and over a third of the people, uh, saved that post. Okay. And I, like I said, one of my call to actions on there was, Hey, use this, save this and use it for Monday. If, if, uh, if you need it. And I, I was blown back by that because normally it's like my average is like 10%. Like I'll do a post and about 10% of the people that interact with it, like save it. Uh, but this was 30%. And uh, I was just blown back by that. And the reach was, was pretty wild too. So that made me start thinking again about the four types of people, the quitter, the worker, the fighter, and the warrior. And I was like, okay, what type of person is saving this? And then what do I think, who, who do I think is actually going to use it next week? And I started, you know, I, I thought about this recent podcast and I was like, well, I know who's not using it. And it's the, it's the quitter. Like there's so many people out there in the world that do exactly what we just talked about with the social media posts. Like I post this thing, he, they're going to save it and then not take any fucking action on it the following week. They're not going to pull anything from that. They're just going to save it in some little thing. It made them feel good for a moment. And then they're going to show up on Monday. Their alarm's going to go off and they're going to quit and not do shit. And that's a huge problem, man. You know, you're not going to get very far in life if you have that type of attitude. If you if you're if you're a quitter before you even start, and then quitter along the way too. So um, I want to break that down, man. I want to break down, you know, how to shift from a quitter to somebody that succeeds, somebody that you know moves to the to the worker to the fighter, and then to the warrior stages. But you know, I just want to get some feedback from you before we get into that. Any thoughts on on why that post went? as viral as it did any thoughts on what yes so first and foremost is because it raises eyebrows right with the waking up at 3 30 in the morning you know i i don't know why that just catches people's attention as much as it does when they find out that there are like morning people on the planet but i think the real thing that really resonated with people or why people liked that post is because of how objective it was and you don't see a lot of that, especially on social media now when people like people want answers. Right. And that was a post that you gave out that answered a question about kind of what you did in the military. And it was like if someone comes up and asks, you know, like, what time should I be waking up in the morning or what time should I be going to bed? Like ninety nine times out of one hundred nowadays, you get the well, it depends on what you do, what your goals are, who you are, blah, blah, blah. And I think it was refreshing for a lot of people to see, like, this is what I did, mm. like three thirty. Yeah, like it basically uh, cleared up some of the the, the noise that they're being yeah. saturated with. Yeah, yeah. I honestly, I I got the impression like some people were like, you know, automatically trying to poke holes in it. Like I saw, <laughs> I saw some people in disbelief. Yeah, like, like I could tell. Right, there's some people I knew there were some members of Conquer Academy there that they were like really interested. And I, I usually, when I engage, I engage with Conquer Academy members first and I see that they're like, Hey, what, what time do you normally go to sleep? And I, I commented 
And I was like, well, here's my said goal. This is my goal for most nights. You know, obviously that's not perfect. There's nights where it's better and it's worse. And, um, then there was some people on there that I could tell that were kind of like, you could tell by the tone, like by the way they wrote it, that they were like calling bullshit or that they were looking, um, the base to find a flaw in the plan and basically like, nah, this guy's full of shit. Right. And, uh, so I realized that a lot of people, you know, through watching that, that interaction that a lot of people are thinking really like inside the box with things. And, you know, if you, if you provide a schedule of, which to me, it didn't even seem unusual because there's people out there in the world that wake up at wild. There's people that are on night shifts. You know what I mean? That work throughout the night. There's people that are on swing shifts. And it's like, when I say that I'm getting up at three 30 in the morning for me, that's not like a abstract, crazy thing. It's just something that had to be done in order for me to get the shit done that I needed to do. And for me, you know, I got two workouts in, you know, before most people start their day. And I think that probably raised some eyebrows too, because some, some guys, yeah. there's a couple of people that were like, why would you, why would you work out on your own before you did, you know, your unit PT? And I, and I had to break it down. I'm like, well, one, well, there's a, there's several reasons. One, one reason is that I always had the belief in the military that, I should do one workout for me and one for the army. Like I'm not, I shouldn't go to PT as a leader to, to train myself. I should go to, to physical training in my unit to be a leader and be with my guys, you know, build relationships with my platoon sergeant, build relationships with my first sergeant, you know, whatever it is, kind of see the bigger picture of things and see what everybody else is doing with PT, you know, the leadership stuff. And, and if I'm focused on that, then I can't focus on my physical training. I can only do one or the other really well. So for me, it was like, okay, I need to have a time for myself. And this is uninterrupted time that I can get my workout in. And the other reason was I'm not, I'm, I'm not the type of person that wants to be average. So why, <laughs> so, so why would I, why would I do what average people are doing? You know, average people are doing the one workout they're going in. The army requires you to do one workout. They're doing that. Most of them are cutting corners for that entire hour, hour and a half. I don't mm -hmm. say most of them, but a lot of them, you know, and I caught myself doing that as a junior soldier too. But, you know, once you wake up and you realize like that, you, if you don't want to be average, you got to do, you know, non-average non -average stuff. Yeah. yeah then like, the, then it's becomes, okay, where am I going to get my workout in? Like, I want to, I want to compete. So, you know, and that paid off, you know, I ended up it paid off. I won't even go into all that, but, um, you know, I, I, I became really physically fit and I was at the top of my, my class, you know, with fitness all the time, but I was getting up and I was sacrificing. So, um, I think that that structure kind of threw people off with two workouts. They're like, why would you do that? It, it kind of seems unhuman. It, it seems unrealistic. What time are you going to sleep? And then there, you could hear people's like excuses kind of start coming in, even though they weren't saying it, they're always, they're automatically looking for, his situation is different than mine. I can't do that because I'm like this. And it was this big, and maybe I'm blowing something out of proportion based off of just some text messages that were on there that were very short, you know, but at the same time, I think that that's the normal line of thinking in the world. What do you think? There's a lot to go into that, but I think it all boils down to like the, it, like you said, being average just is the bubble for some people you know, and doing what everybody else does. The average person probably wakes up between somewhere between like seven and nine a.m., you know, maybe six if you're a little bit of an early bird, something like that. You know, the average person, the first thing they do in the day is go to work, 
And then they come home and they are scrambling and reacting to everything else that happened throughout the day. And it's just a foreign concept to them that you can have like a whole day in before you go to your job at nine o'clock. You know, it's a foreign concept that you could work out for yourself and then work out again for the army. Yeah. (laughs) You know, because it's just not what everybody does. I think. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think that that needs to shift, man. You know, and, and we need to become, you know, leaders that aren't like stuck inside this box and and like you mentioned scrambling all the time to get stuff done man like we need to be proactive and uh there were some nights where i didn't get very much sleep on that schedule there's some nights where i got more sleep right that every day is a little bit different but when you do the same routine over and over again and you start getting clear about what you actually need to get done you start planning a little bit better preparing a little bit better the day gets a little bit smoother and and what are you so worried about like what do you like what a lot of people don't want to, you know, carve out a little bit of time in their day to plan, to prepare, to get focused on what they need to get done. And they essentially, they quit on themselves before they even start. And for me, that's mind blowing. And I guess, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like Terrence, probably somebody up right now, but I guess I, I haven't always been like that. You know, I, it took me a while to gather the tools myself. So I think there are people out there that are searching for ways to not be the quote unquote normal. They're looking for ways to kind of get control of their situation. But, um, I think you're right, dude. I think most people like they wake up and they go to work. That's their first thing. They just rush out the door. And then at night they they can't wait to get off work. They get home and then they throw their bags in the corner and they screw off until, mm-hmm. you know, nine, 10, 11 o'clock at night. And then they lay in bed and they screw off there for another, another hour. And next thing you know, they're like, they're going to bed at midnight and they're, they're tossing and turning and they're like, shit, I got to get up at six. So they, they, they're like, Oh, I got to hurry up and get They're stressing about the sleep, the lack of sleep that they're going to get the six hours, the whole hour, six <laughs> hours. And then their alarm goes off at six and they're like, Oh man, I can't get up. I'm so tired. I didn't sleep well last night. So let me just hit the snooze until seven. And then they, again, the cycle repeats instead of just like backing mm-hmm. up the clock, doing what's required to be effective and taking, get a little more control, man, and separate yourself from the average. So yeah, it's it's frustrating. It's it was frustrating to see, but um, I think that if we want to help somebody, okay, the person that we really need to help right now is is the quitter, okay? Because well, let's just see, let's just talk about this post. I did this post, and I said, hey, here's my schedule. Here's some like literally, just follow this, <laughs> yeah, okay. And you're gonna be able to get control of your time. You're gonna be able to work out, you know, and you're gonna have a great day. Essentially, is what that's a recipe for. And save it if you're going to use it. Out of thirty percent of the people that that saved it, you know, out of everybody that viewed it, there's probably a total of like ten percent of the total people that viewed it that are quitting. That's 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 people that viewed it and interacted with it, right? They said, "Hey, man, like, I'm gonna I save this," but like they have no real intention of actually implementing anything from it. So Monday's going to roll around because I post this on a Friday. We have the weekend. Monday's going to happen. They're going to completely forget about it. And then they're going to, they're going to go set their alarm either Sunday night, or they're going to go to wake up Monday morning and they're going to quit. They're going to be like, ah, screw it. Mm-hmm. Screw it. I'm not going to do that plan. That's like, that's crazy, man. It's not going to work. And let me just get some more sleep. Let me just, let me just, uh, stay up a little bit later, go back to my old routine. Or let me, when I wake up, let me just hit the snooze a little bit more, stay in bed for an hour and a half. Screw that plan. I'm just going to try again tomorrow. And I quit. And that, and I I don't want that to happen, man. I don't like, we need to stop quitting as a society. Like it's too common for people to quit on shit, you know? And, and I, that's why I, I commend you 
for doing uh you know eagle scouts man because like yeah maybe it took you know over five years or over six years like the norm but you got it done man you didn't quit i don't think everybody has that how how many people have you seen like not how many people but do you see this often do you see quitters all the time yes and it's okay so putting labeling them quitters is putting them in a certain light obviously right because people we're probably going to go down a whole rabbit hole of just excuses and stuff. But yeah, I mean, naturally people quit at things all the time. I do think, I do think there is like a no one to hold them and one to fold them element to a lot of things. You know, I don't think quitting is entirely a bad thing, yeah. but to the point that you're getting at too, and people struggle with it when they have to sacrifice something. Right. I was just, I'm looking at, I'm on Twitter over here looking at my, computer while you're talking about i'm looking at that post that you put up and another thing i'm getting out of is a problem a lot of people probably looked at this and thought about what they can get out of this like oh if i did that i could get so much done before the day but they probably didn't think about the things they're going to have to give up in order to make this work or anything like this work they don't think about the fact they'll have to go to bed earlier yeah. You know, they don't think about the fact that they'll probably have to actually put their phone away when it's time to go to bed in order to get the sleep that they need. You know, I thought I saw I saw a comment on social somewhere earlier today. I just thought it was funny that said, like, I'm all for science up until they start telling me I need to, like, charge my phone away from my bed in order <laughs> to get optimal sleep or something like that. Yeah, I'm all for it until <laughs> it makes me uh, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. So and that's a good point, dude. Okay. So if you know, in this, I see this all the time too. So the, the quitter doesn't want to be uncomfortable. That's really what it comes down to, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like your ability. And I think you're right with quitting stuff. There is a time and a place to quit things. It, it should be decisive. But if you, ha what we're really talking about is not quitting on stuff that you're supposed to be committed to, that you want to be, that you want to do. That's what we're right. talking about. Like, if there's something you don't want to do, then quit it. Yeah, cut that thing. Like, uh, I played golf for a little while. <laughs> and I, I, I liked golf for a little bit, okay? But I, I realized that it was taking up my time. And it was, I could easily see myself falling into the trap of doing it all the time. And I wasn't getting other shit done. So I quit that. I said, I'm not golfing anymore until I'm done with this next goal or whatever it is, whenever, whenever I have the lifestyle change that I want. So I think, you know, cutting stuff is super important, but it was a commitment to cut it. Yeah. Right. Like I committed to that. So, and, and, you know, this is also important because there's a lot of people out there, a lot of leaders that are struggling with confidence. Okay. And if you want to build confidence, you can't be quitting shit all the time. Okay. You have to say what you're going to do and then fucking do it. Right. And, it, and, and knowing that you're not going to be perfect. Okay. Cause that happens too, right? We're not perfect human beings. You're going to make mistakes, but, um, I think that, uh, you know, you mentioned you hit the nail on the head with the, the quitting, um, the quitting point. And, um, I think that a lot of people do not realize what they are going to sacrifice when they do commit to something and they want to stick to it. And by the way, that plan that I just laid out, you know, Monday morning is a different type of time to type of morning than Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Right. Like, like here, cause kind of here's kind of what happens. Sunday, people are going to sleep in. Maybe they go to church, maybe they don't. But they're going to sleep in, most of them. And then guess what happens? Their sleep cycle's changed, and they're going to they're gonna oversleep. And then Sunday night, they're going to stay up later 
than they originally planned. And so what's going to happen, they're going to go into the week with a deficit, a sleep deficit. Okay. Now, if you're trying to go into the week with a sleep deficit and you're trying to adopt my new, my new zero three thirty <laughs> wake up schedule, that's that Monday morning is going to suck, right? It'd be really hard to do. Uh, same thing. If you try to, you, maybe you get lucky, not lucky, or you stay super disciplined, stay super focused. You do Monday at zero three thirty. Maybe you're sleep deprived. Tuesday rolls around, and you're going to be carrying the the sleep deficit from Monday into Tuesday morning. That's going to hurt. Actually, you know, Wednesday is probably your toughest day. So, one, I think people are going to quit, you know, with that plan before they even start. I think people will. And um, if we want to succeed in life, we have to take quitting off the table. So, what I would encourage the you know the person, the listener, to do right now, if you're going to adopt something a new routine, a new schedule, you find something on social media that looks appealing to you, give it a testing period. And and instead of like being somebody who says that you're going to do something for the rest of your life and then fucking quitting on it over and over and over again and saying you're going to get started, okay, it's just like people with their diets. Oh yeah, man, I'm really going to get really going to start dialing in my diet and then you know, Monday comes or the weekend comes around they quit on that. Same cycle. The following week, oh, I'm really going to dial in my diet next like we have to stop doing that because it destroys your confidence. It destroys your self image. And the the way to get through those initial stages of something is to make the timeline a little bit shorter for yourself. Okay. Instead of committing to it for eternity, commit to it for a day, tell yourself you're going to do it for one day, say it and do it. And then guess what happens? You build confidence. Okay. And you do that enough times, those little victories, like Arnold Schwarzenegger said, <laughs> he said, he said those little victories, they add up. Okay. Um, and so I think it's too normal as a society for us to quit things. And it's, it's something that bothers me. And I think that all leaders out there need to take quitting off the table or they need to get clear about the things that they are going to quit. So they stop, you know, reducing their confidence across time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's a zero options mentality kind of in a nutshell too. And I think I think for a lot of people they do get to that point where they take quitting off the table when something comes along that's actually that important to them. Yeah. You know, for example, I mean the I, I feel like the lowest hanging fruit for me to grab as an example is like if you have kids, you know, it's I'm people quit on their kids even sometimes which is horrible but that's far less of a problem than say like you know breaking up with your high school girlfriend you can quit on that person easily compared to your own children usually because your kids are just more fucking important you know they can do a lot of stupid shit and you still keep coming back and i think eventually you find something where that's the same way in your career or your fitness journey or whatever when it becomes that important the uh, the quitting option kind of goes away yeah, that's true. There are things that people just refuse to quit. And it's like, this is this is super important to me. Let me ask you something, Justin, because I think the listener is going to be able to relate and they're going to be able to follow your journey a little bit. When you do quit something, because I quit stuff too, when do you quit? When do you decide? At what stage? Let's first tell me about something that you quit and then tell me when you made the decision to, to do it, to quit. I quit 75 hard. Okay. <laughs> Twice. Um, well, I quit it once. I failed it once. Okay. We can use that as a fun example for our little um, audience. Use. Let's use an example of something that you feel good about quitting. <laughs> well, I, I think can't say I, that I feel good about quitting 75. Well, do, well, do you? 
The second time, I'd say, yeah, I do. Okay. The second time around when I, when I actually quit it and then just flub it up. All right. So this feels like, it feels like blasphemy right now for, <laughs> me, for me to talk through talk you quitting that. 75 hard and encourage it. But yeah. I want to entertain this idea and see where it goes because um, I think that there's a certain point where you should quit something. And I want to kind of identify mm -hmm. where if somebody's, if somebody's wondering right now, leaders wondering like if they should give something up or if what, what they should do at the crossroads that they're in with the goal that they're chasing, I want to kind of help them pinpoint exactly where they should make that decision. So let's, let's talk about yours right now. So 75 hard, the second time you chose to quit. When did you decide to quit? When did I decide to quit? I, so basically I would say when I decided to quit this or when I decided to quit anything, it's usually at the point that, and this is through my own judgment, but it's through the point that I determine that it's not serving me in any way, shape or form. Okay. Give me, give me an example. So that's actually hard to use the, uh, the 75 hard example with per se, but I'm trying to think of another thing that I've quit. I don't quit Jeremiah. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, it actually is very rare for me, but let's say. Cause I feel like the 75 hard thing to be completely honest. I feel like you're it's shelved. Too hard. It's, it, I feel like it's shelved. I think that you're waiting. I think yeah, I'm going to do it. I think you will, to be honest. So let's pick something else. Right. So, <laughs> something else in your life where you were like, you, I'm, I'm quitting this thing and I'm walking away from it. What was something that you walked away from? I'm done with this. I'm moving on. Stop. I mean, we could, yeah, we could go with, I almost want to say school because I've left that a couple of times, but I go back to it. So I was going to say. Yeah, you're still going to finish school. It's, it's music in particular, maybe. But other than that, dude, it is hard for me to think of something. All right. Here's, um, here's how it should be. You know what I quit? What? I got one. Go I quit ahead. baseball. Right. That was something that was super important to me growing up that I eventually did just like walk away from. All right. When did you make that decision? I made that decision actually in the middle of a game when I was probably 15 or 16 years old. Tell me a story. I don't know if there's too much of a story to be had there. It might have just kind of been time. Might have gotten to the point where I realized I wasn't, you know, the greatest baseball player ever like everybody's son is. And it. I felt like I wasn't being treated fairly and all that type of stuff too. But it's that same thing like where I just felt like it wasn't serving me anymore. You know, it was like, this is going nowhere. It kind of keeps leading to a dead end. The best I could get out of this is I could end up going, maybe playing baseball in college, but then definitely nowhere after that. Okay. You know, Cause I don't even care to go any farther after that. So it was kind of when I realized it was a, a means to no end. Yeah. You got to a point of diminishing returns. Okay. Is what it sounds yeah. like, right? Like you're doing this goal, you're playing baseball, the return is not there. And it's like, okay, I'm done. I'm quitting this. That's what yeah. it sounds like. Is that right? Yeah. And, but you, you made it in the game? You were playing a game when you made the decision? Well, I, I had a game. I, I wasn't playing because of other kind of political nonsense going on between families and stuff. But okay. Yeah, I did leave in the middle of a game. Okay. So I think that's, I think a lot of people can relate to that story. And I think that, um, here, here's kind of how I handle this. And I, cause I've dice, I've looked at this with myself for a really long time. And, um, I, I almost wish that I could quit things <laughs> and I've, I've traced back 
you know, my uh, inability to quit for into my youth. And I want because I did, and I did that because I wanted to teach people how to become somebody that doesn't quit. And if you guys watch my fight on YouTube, you'll you'll see that there were several times in the first round where I could have quit and I didn't. Okay, so how does somebody become that? Because not everybody will do that. A lot of people will just tap, get submitted, say I'm done. Um, and that's just not really my style. Now I do believe that there should be a time where you fight or you live to fight another day. Right, you have to weigh the risk and reward to the thing that you're doing as well. But I think that a lot of people quit way too early. Okay, and so um, I had a baseball story too. And when I was a kid, you know, I was out there. I was playing like uh, I think we we're playing t-ball, if I remember right. Okay, and the coach is hitting aggressive grounders at everybody out there in the field. Okay, well, you know we're what well, it might it might not have been t-ball. It actually wasn't t-ball. It was the next the next thing up. Like mm -hmm. what do you call it? Minors. Miners in a lot of places. We called yeah. it squidgets here. Yeah, That's miners. More fun of a word. So it was miners because I remember the kids being a little bit bigger than T-ball, and I remember the coach like like you know having his pickup grounders and stuff like that, and throwing multiple plays and stuff. Okay, so I'm playing minor, uh, you know, league, not minor league. But so like, like seven, eight years old. Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. Yeah. Seven, eight years old, playing baseball, and I uh, the coaches, the coach had a son that played, and he's hitting grounders gets mad at his kid, hits a grounder and it hits a rock and it pops up and I'm going to catch it and it pops up and hits me right in the mouth. All right. And I got pissed because this guy was like taking out his aggression from his kid on the, at the game, in the game. And I, I got in like the, the middle of it pretty much. Right. Like I didn't deserve to get hit in that, with that ball. And I was like, I could feel the whole thing. I'm like, this is bullshit. So-and-so's dad is a, is a jerk. I'm done. I want to quit. And I went home, man. And I, I told my mom, and I was like, I'm done playing baseball. And she, she looked at me in the face and she said, okay, that's fine. But you can quit when the season's over. And I was like, what? I was <laughs> like, yeah, but so-and-so is that. She's like, no, you quit when the season's over. She's like, you finish what you start. And I remember that lesson. And um, I think, and I traced my stuff back. And I think that's where it started. Because ever since then, no matter what I'm doing, I always finish the task and then I make the decision to quit. And that's happened numerous times. Like same thing with golf that we talked about. I'm going to try it out. I'm going to, I know that I'm trying it and then I'm going to make a decision. No, this is not for me. And I move it. I don't, but I don't go back and forth on stuff. If I'm committed yeah. to something, I'm committed to it. So if you saved my social media meme out there and you said, Hey, I'm going <laughs> to do this on Monday, get real clear whether or not you're actually going to freaking do it. And then execute the plan. Okay. Let's not be a one foot in, one foot out type of person. Um, yeah, man. So I think that's super important because when you do quit stuff, it causes you to to hate yourself a little bit when you don't want to. You know what I mean? Well, that's a habit too, right? You build a habit of quitting when you start quitting stuff, or you build the opposite habit like you did when you were a kid. Yeah. And your mom kind of put it into you, it sounds like, but of finishing what you start, where that's the most relevant to me is that's my answer to people now too when they talk about why I'm still in college and I'm always told because people just get all sorts of confused for whatever reason when I'm talking to them and they're like, well, what are you planning on doing? And I'm like, well, I have this business that I do with, that I do podcast production, I do media production, videos, all that type of stuff for people. And they're like, I thought you said you were majoring in financial planning. And I'm like, I am, <laughs> you know, and they're, it's just worlds apart to them why that's happening. But really, the reason that's happening is because I started college. I'm going to finish it. Like, honestly, if I went back through 
I had to do the whole thing over, I probably would have never went in the first place. Bro, um, and, and and it's it's super important to do that, man, because like you said, it becomes a habit. You you can build your quitting muscle or you can build your winning muscle. Which one do you want to build? Okay, and it doesn't happen overnight. Okay, it takes time. It takes constant repetition. Here's another cool little, like, here's some small examples, all right? I actually, so I dropped out of college at 18 years old. One of the reasons I went back to school like two years later is to finish what I started. I've said that numerous times with people that ask me the story. I'm like, I hate quitting stuff. So I went, one of the reasons I went back right. to college to finish what I started. Plus I had some other reasons too. Then not only that, when I graduated high school, my parents um, gifted me a ISSA personal training certification course. Okay. It was like 500 bucks to, to be, able, be a certified personal trainer. My parents really had to scrape and to be able to give me that thing. Like mm -hmm. really had to scrape, but I was, I was the, um, you know, I was graduating and it was important to them. And while we didn't have a whole ton of money, they, they wanted to gift me something. They're like, okay, he can use this. So, um, I go to this community college and I drop out. I don't finish the certification courses they give me. I joined the military and it's, it's sitting in a, basically a box in my old shit for the whole time I'm in the military. And then, uh, what was it about four years later from the time I enlisted, I was back in school, okay, and that certification was still sitting there, and it every and it was eating at me for those four years. It was eating at me that I never completed the course that my parents gave me. And uh, when I went back to school, I renewed the certification on my own. Okay, it cost me like another hundred bucks or something like that because uh, it was expired. And then I completed it. Okay, and not only did I. Did I so I completed it and I told my parents, hey, I completed that course, got my, my certification. But here's the thing. I didn't actually, I didn't do anything with the certification after that. I never, I, I did write programs for people, but I never did it for money. I never went to, worked at a gym. But you know what? None of that mattered to me because I went back and I finished the fucking task. Yeah. And uh, that's a really small, like it sounds super insignificant, but accomplishing that like unfinished business to me means something. Like it took me four years to finish this course. That's like, it take you 60 days if you sat down and you did it every weekend, right? Like, but it took me four years and I went back and I did it, man. And I'm proud of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? What are your thoughts on that, dude? That was something that did pop into my head somewhere around this too. You're mentioning this whole, like when you do quit something, when is the time to do it? I think that's a big element of it is when the job is done, right? You know, or, or on the opposite side of that you know that's when it's not time to quit something because one of the things i thought about too i haven't I, I clearly have not quit podcasting but i did quit jrp daily uh, there are you know i did the whole thing for a year but there was not an episode 366 because that was that was the goal you know mm -hmm. that was the challenge i got to episode 365 and i was like the job is done time to move on to bigger and better things. Yeah. So it's okay to quit stuff when you've gotten the result or you're, when you walk away from it, you're not going to feel guilty for it. Yeah. Right. If you feel, if you walk away from something and you feel guilty for it, you need to go back and do that shit. Like you need to close it out, man. Like either that or come to terms with the things that you have quit and be like, Nope, I have deliberately chose to quit this. Like books are a good example, right? There's everybody has books that they on their shelves where it's like, I don't really want to finish this book or whatever. You got to make a decision. Like, are you going to finish that? Or are you not? Yeah. Okay. And stop waffling in it and letting it beat you up and see yourself as a quitter. Cause you're not a quitter. You're just being indecisive. You know what I mean? I, you know, that's the purpose of this episode is to talk about 
what do we need to do to shift out of somebody that's a quitter so we can become a winner? And the first thing is we got to take quitting off the table. And, and the action step is for them, for the individual right now, what I would encourage you to do is do some unfinished business. Okay. This is a performance hack right here. This is a performance strategy. You want a confidence boost? Write out a list of all the things that you're avoiding, or excuse me, not you're avoiding, but that uh, is unfinished business. Okay. Write it all out. Hey man, I never finished this book. I never finished this course. I never said had this conversation. And then go do some of it. Okay. Talk about change in identity. Huge, you're gonna have a huge shift in how you see yourself. Confidence is gonna skyrocket. All right. Un unfinished business is one of the best ways, like completing unfinished mm -hmm. business is one of the be the best ways to build confidence as a leader. Um, because what I don't want is I don't want I don't want the world to keep building quitters. All right. I see this on the business side of things too, man. I was telling you about this earlier. People that are like, you know, people that are like, tell you, Hey man, I want to, I want to work with you. I'm super motivated. I'm fired up. I got some money set aside. I can make this thing happen. Let's get rocking and rolling. And then whatever excuse pops up within 24 hours and they're like, ah, yeah, I can't. I'm like, bro, you, you never like, and I saw the whole thing coming, right? Like you can, you can tell when somebody's full of shit. And to be honest, somebody that's full of shit knows that they're full of shit too. And they're not fooling anybody and everybody's just kind of playing along. Well, do they though? Do you think that when people are that full of shit, I think a lot of people don't realize it in themselves as a part of the problem. I think they know. I think they know. I think a, a bullshitter knows that he's, he's full of shit. And I think that he tries to overcompensate by continuing to portray himself as somebody that's going to do something he's not. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I gotcha. So I think deep down he knows that he's bullshitting. He's lying to himself. Yeah. And he's trying to fool you and himself by saying the covering it with more lies. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And then when he goes back, he gets out of that conversation. He's going back and in his head, he's like, I know I'm not going to actually do that. I'm never following through, blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's a horrible way to live, man. It's a horrible way to live. So, um, what I would also just say is, you know, it's like a disclaimer or an add on is that, you know, if you are the person that's been quitting stuff, there's still a lot of life left where you can go and you can redeem yourself. If you've been that person where every single weekend you quit on your diet or every Monday you quit on your routine, there are so many days ahead of you to, to try again. And as long as you're making the effort and you're making adjustments, you're eventually going to get it. Okay. But you got to think about it. if you've been quitting for 20 years, you have 20 years of bad habits to undo because here's kind of what happens. The reason why you quit is because you've justified quitting. You've told yourself that you shouldn't do it for X, Y, and Z reasons. And that line of thinking becomes, uh, you, you build it like a muscle. And your, your justifications will get stronger and stronger and stronger across time. Okay. We're all guilty of this. We're every one of us, even myself. Okay. Saying that I don't need to necessarily do something because my situation is different. That's, that's a justified, uh, line of thinking like, Oh, Jeremiah, don't go train today. You've already trained. You trained for fucking, this happened to me multiple times on Fridays. You trained for four to six hours, Monday through Thursday, man. Friday's kind of your flexible day, low impact day. Don't worry about it, man. Don't go do MMA training today. Just do your run. Like, bro, no, you need to do five, six days a week consistently. 
And I catch myself getting in my own way and quitting sometimes, or at least catching myself trying to quit, right? And it's like, it takes me to come in and be like, no, I'm not quitting today. So I think I've hammered home the point, man. What else do you want to hit on with quitting? I was just about to ask you, do you think a part of the problem, or do you think that it has become kind of socially cool to not necessarily to quit, but to kind of be lazy and, you know, take it easy. Yeah, I think, well, I think that, I think human beings, we all, we all are naturally a little bit lazy. Okay. Like, like me, I really am, man. Like if, if I, I'm either all the way on or all the way off. So I choose to stay all the way on. Right. Cause if I go the other way, I would be like, I am right now, 110%, but I'd be like, <laughs> I automatically thought of, uh, that movie dodgeball with, um, <laughs> uh, Ben Stiller. And he's at the end of the movie, he goes from like super fit fitness instructor owns a globo gym to sitting on the couch, completely huge. and just eating like chicken wings. Remember that? Do you ever see that? Was- I, I have seen that movie okay. when I was like. My brain was not developed yeah. yet. I don't remember the whole thing. <laughs> well, you should watch it. And at the end, picture me like Ben Stiller uh, at the end of that thing because he's huge. That would that would be me. So I think human beings are naturally a little bit lazy. And what happens when you see somebody that is, uh, uh, you know, working towards something at a higher rate than you, or maybe they seem stressed out and they're working really hard, it's natural for the person that isn't moving that fast to say, "Hey, man, slow down." Just take it easy, take a break because it's making them feel like they're wrong and people yeah. and human beings always try to get you to be more on their level. They always do that. Like if you talk to a friend, it's, it's, it's natural for you to encourage him to do things that you would do. Right. It's just, that's just how you think, right? You're, and it's because yeah. you're limited by your own perspective. So yeah. you, you, you have to like, Always remember that when you're giving advice or you're listening to people, um, you're always trying to get them to your level. And sometimes that level is down. Okay. You see this all the time, like people giving advice upwards to people. Hey man, what are you doing? And it's like, like I said, with this example with lazy people, they're just trying to bring you down. And it's actually not even, uh, a lot of times they're not even doing it maliciously. They're just doing it, you know, naturally. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So, uh, you know, your question about like, do I think that it's a, like a, an epidemic essentially is yeah. that I think it's just natural human behavior to be lazy. Like we, the reason why is like, you know, our bodies are designed to be efficient. Okay. Like your body adapts and it basically always like, if you look at like your metabolism as an example, you do more work, what does your body do? It burns more calories, but it's, it's always looking for the path of least resistance your body is it's always trying to get you to just to almost like hibernate so it doesn't have to use as much energy right right, right. Yeah. so it's, it's natural for humans to do that and um i think that it just it takes constant work okay to not become a product of that laziness all the time yeah so for for me i think the point of this like i said this episode is we don't want lazy quitting leaders you know we we want people that are being pro uh proactive being productive um, and they have, they've taken quitting off the table and we've built, and we've built that muscle as individuals. Um, so I think that this is good, man. I think that's it for today. What do you, what do you think? I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, good. I think it's I'm, the best episode we've ever done. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was really good, man. And I, I think that some, I think somebody that's listening right now, you know, you guys got to understand that you're, I know you're not perfect and I'm not perfect either. None of us are, but you have to work your ass off to not quit stuff. Okay. Like not, not like once in a while, like every fucking day. Okay. And so, you know, the action steps, man, the action steps for you are to, to do some unfinished business. It's going to help redeem yourself. Make you feel a little more confident. And if that's not good enough, then what you can do is set some commitments for the week. Okay. Just, do, just live one week at a time, set some commitments, execute the plan. Say you're going to do whatever, five workouts, six workouts, whatever it is, and then run the play and then change the, change the commitment the following week. Okay. That's my advice. And, uh, I think that if you do that, you'll be, you'll develop the muscle of not quitting. And even if you are somebody that doesn't quit already, I think that's going to help you out too. All right. So that's it for today. Um, listen, ladies, gentlemen, if you guys found value in today's episode, I need you to share it with a friend. All right. There's somebody around you right now that needs to hear this message. Maybe they're a top performer and they just want the inspiration. Maybe there's somebody that's struggling and they want the nudge. Okay, you're thinking of somebody right now, and I encourage you to send it over to them. So, so do that if you found value in today's episode. If you didn't, don't send it, okay? With that being said, that's all we have for today. And I just want to empower you guys to go out, build your not uh, quitting muscle, build your winning muscle, essentially. And uh, that's my message for you today, okay? So until next time, until we meet again, go out there, make some commitments, don't quit them, stick to the plan. Until next time, be the leader. I need some motivation. motivation. Every day I try a little harder, but my dedication. dedication. Keep my head way, way above the water. Try to myself when I yell at the wall. Back in the run, but I needed to crawl. I see the finish line up ahead. Trying to get traction from all of this tread. I am a king. I am a queen. I am more than the people can see. I am strong when I'm needing to be. Vulnerability's nothing to me. You can try, but I'm unshakable. My successes is never debatable. I'm coming and I'm so interchangeable. Here's to you and all that you are capable.